Hey guys, Cody here with you on the Why Not Podcast, a podcast about doing shit, because why not? Today, we have Justin Brown on from the YouTube channel, By Way of the Sea. We met Justin, his wife Emmy, and their kids Finn and Tessa in Florida at a marina we bought our boat at. To give you a little background on Justin, 2014, he sold his custom motorcycle shop that was in Philly and bought a boat to sail the high seas. They made it down to Florida, then started a refit on their vessel. A couple years later, decided... It wasn't the right boat for them, sold it, and moved up to Beaufort, North Carolina to start a custom build on a steel hole yacht. Today we talk a lot about the changing digital landscape and the journey of being a self-made content creator. So without any further ado, here's Justin Brown. The biggest problem with all this stuff is that, like, it's there's so many things you have to consider when you think about a name, you know. I mean, like, Emmy and I are actually in the same thing right now. We're, we're basically wondering if uh, By Way of the Sea is going to be, is going to make sense, or if it's not going to make sense, like, as we're designing our channel, like, you know, it's kind of changed a little bit, so, you know, so, you know, is it going to, is that name going to work, is it not going to work? And then, in coming up with a name, like, how do you say who you are in a simple original brand type way well you Impossible. know I, I, yeah i think about that a lot too um but then you go back to the basics of like some, some like let's just say two people that i would say are the biggest stars on each of their platforms casey neistat and what's his channel casey neistat joe rogan and what's his channel the joe rogan experience right right Yep. You know, and so like, Joe Rogan. does it really right, matter? Right. Are people overthinking the idea that it has to be behind a brand or can it be about people? Well, I think it, well, I think, um, in, in Joe Rogan and Casey Neistat's, um, you know, in, yeah, in, but you are the I brand. Mean, they like, are the brand. You're videotaping yourself. The right. brand is you. Yeah. That's good. That's a good point. That is a good point. That's a good point, but I, I, in our case, I think we're gonna. Yeah, that is a good point, but I think that like um. I don't know. I think that for marketing purposes. Like Kellogg wasn't like. But, but Kellogg's not doing yeah, um. Was, but uh, self promotion in the same like it's not about your life, and that's where I think like it could be you know right, the Browns right right the Browns at sea something and I know those are stupid but the idea of like making it stupid simple could really work because i think that sailor i right. think especially the sailing community they like to like name things and be catchy with their their names you know like why not things like that because it's right, like part right. of the culture like when you get a new boat you're supposed right, to right, rename yeah. it and it's supposed to be this really cool like mythical thing but really 
I don't know. Does it need to be? Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think so. I think that I, yeah, I think I think that the internet's flooded with, I mean, sailing this and sailing that and sailing with these yeah. people and SV this and SV that and, I think it's a you know there's like a saturation there's a saturation of branding that's really difficult and it's like a super big challenge. So okay, we could call it like the Brown Family Channel, like we could totally do that. But the problem with calling it the Brown Family Channel is that there's also so many family channels. And I think it's like, you know, in a space with 50 million content creators at 300, you know, gigabytes of data uploaded every, what was it, every minute or every hour, you know, it's like the struggle, <laughs> the struggle is real to, to, to be, to, 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 to brand uniquely and to catch those viewers. And I think that like, so like with our channel, like, I think that like, so per family right you talk about you were talking about family a little bit earlier with family it's it's like you know we're in in doing our like background research for like you know what the form what format we like to do and what's going to work best for us in doing the background research it's like um is it okay to expose your kids to the internet like that's a good question right like it's not their choice okay and and you know and of course (laughs) It's not right. It's not their choice. It's consent. Like, is that okay? And what does that mean? I mean, you know, was it McCullough Culkin? He sued his parents for whatever because you know they had him doing all this stuff. They banked, rolled all their money. All they used his money. He was a minor. He couldn't consent. But then when he wasn't a minor, he sued because like I didn't have consent for you to spend my money. And I think with kids, in some ways, it's like they don't, they can't consent to like they can't consent to having their childhood and life be broadcast to like yeah. the world on a weekly basis. So I don't know. I think some of this, so it's not really the Brown family because I think that we've decided we, we want them to be like minor characters. I also kind of think it's weird to use your kids that way. I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of, there's a lot of creators that would totally disagree with me. And I, I, I understand that, but I think that like, how do you not do I don't it? Know. It's something what I are your thoughts on about. like how do you not Seriously. make your kids a main staple in a channel about a family that has kids? Well, I think that the key. I think. I mean. I mean. I, I obviously. I'm in no in no ways. A, you know, a huge successful prolific YouTuber. But I think that I think the way you don't do it is that in your content, like in the design. In the metric for your channel, in, in like all the things as you design your channel, I think you just got to keep it. Your kids can't be main characters. Like I think Casey Neistat's a, a great example. Like since um, his yeah. daughter, right? It's a daughter. It's his daughter. Since his daughter has gotten to the age where she's starting to build personality, she's no longer an infant, um, I th- you know, you don't see her on the vlogs anymore. And if she if if she mm-hmm. does appear like it's like for an instant, you know it's like it's it, and it's it's very it's a very vague thing and it's mostly like you know him iterating that like she was a thought in his day or something. That's what it seems to be you know recently. And I think that uh, you know as a you know the the number one vlogger, I, I'm yeah. pretty sure is a reason for that. You know I think he probably thinks the same thing like. 
it's bad enough that he's famous, you know, I don't think that he wants to drag his daughter through it as well. A great example is like a great example no. is the Shaytar. Oh, that's the I don't one. Know if Wait, you that is channel. that the one that you sent me? No, okay. that was the Melascos or something. Yeah, no, that was the 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 Mila checks. I can't even remember, but that's a great vlog. But the the no, the Shaytards are like the number two family vlog like of YouTube. Oh, history. I know them. Rome yes, Atwood is they're the, the Smile one. Network or something then, like that. Like, yeah. Roman at yeah Roman Atwood is the smile smile more guy but the Shaytards they have you know something like uh, five million view five million subscribers I mean they've started multiple businesses off of YouTube and then this guy is like you know he gets caught like you know having an affair with a cam girl you know and then he you know and then you know as soon as that comes out then he's like I'm going to rehab because I'm an alcoholic. In the meantime, there's all this, you know, it's like the whole channel, it, it kind of makes the whole channel look like a forgery. You know, they they stopped vlogging for a year because I'm pretty sure it seems like she, she didn't know what she was going to do about it. But then, like, all of his kids are like, when they go to school, everybody yeah. knows about that because they're all watching. You know, so it's like you're associated with that kind of drama. You're, It's like... You know, I'm an imperfect person. My wife's an imperfect... You know, Emmy's an imperfect person. If you do something dumb, you know, and your kids are a huge recognizable piece of your vlog, that dumb thing that you do can really follow them around in a very a very public and different way but, than but isn't if you that are part of this. what you accept as the celebrity of being a self-promoted person you know celebrities they don't most of them choose not to show their kids ever yet their kids still are plastered on every magazine and i think it's something that you you really right. can't escape because by association if you end up making it it doesn't matter if you don't show the kids because they'll somehow be a part of it right i think that the key i think the key the key there is um, that okay? So if you look at celebrities, celebrities no. don't make their money off of their kids. These the family channels make sure. a lot of their money off of their kids, right? So their 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 kids are making them money. Now, I think that and, and this is all very new. I mean, we're talking this is like less than a decade old. These kids are still young. Like, what happens when these kids grow up? Yeah, where's my like, where's hey, my where's third my of the of the cut for me? You know, being where's one my of money? The three characters on what, your vlog, right? Exactly, and where's where's my money? Where's my compensation? Because I didn't consent, so I should at least be compensated, right? And and I think that celebrities don't push their kids into like acting roles, like you say, the celebrity is not hawking their kid, the the kids in magazines because of you know uh, uh, like third party reasons, not themselves. And I think that that's like. I think that's what's really different about YouTube is that um, what's really different about YouTube is the volume of families who are really trying hard to do that. And I just wonder if they've thought it through. I mean, they may have. They totally may have. And this is like, I'm not trying to be judgmental in any way. It's just like, 
I mean, not, really not in any way. If you haven't worked out, you haven't worked out. But I feel like for us, this is something like we don't have that worked out. I mean, you know, as starting out, we don't have it worked out. And I think that that is such a critical piece. You know, it's such a critical piece because you'd love to have the family vlog, but at the same time, it's like, well, I mean, my my kids can't consent, and what does that look like for them as they grow up? And what is, what does that look like for them if something goes wrong? And yeah, know, there's a lot of so dilemmas so there. It's not you just the dilemma of am I gonna, you know, are my kids gonna want compensation later in life? But it's also the the dilemma of well, how's my content gonna be right. affected by trying to disinclude them? And then also the dilemma of you know, even if they are disincluded, if we end up having family drama, will they still deal with the burden of our on-air family drama or off-air family drama because of their association with us? Those are all like really big things that affect right. your kids right. in a big way that they have really no opinion about. Right. Now, parents make choices that their kids can't consent to all the time. Like, for instance... Um, a big reason why we're we're doing what we're doing right now and building this boat is because our parents can't, our kids can't consent to the dangers, you know, or the rewards of sailing around the world. So, or or sailing across an ocean. So, you know, but what we are doing by building this boat, we're building the boat because we're trying to mitigate the risks associated with the activity, right? So they can't consent we're trying to mitigate the risks to the greatest a lot of people would say at this point for us to an extreme level we're trying to mitigate the risks to them because like they you know they're long for the ride and i think that like in parenting general whether you're whether you, whatever you do i mean you don't have to be doing anything extraordinary or interesting or different i mean or or just you know the ordinary joe schmo i mean you know there's all kinds of yeah. decisions you have to make all the time because your kids can you know, and, and, and some of those decisions can have, like, really far-reaching um, consequences. Sometimes you see them, sometimes you don't see them, and I think it's just, you know, in the end, wise to try to look as far down the road as you possibly can. You know, I For think sure. it's, I think it's, sure. it's better to do that. Yeah. And that's something we're struggling with really hard hardcore right now. But I think in regarding branding, though, it's come kind of full circle. I think that regarding branding, you know, it's like to use our name, I don't know. Like, I mean, I was I was asking myself today, I was thinking, do I really even want to use my name? Do I want people to know specifically who I am? Or because, like, am I trying to have a personal relationship or am I trying to, like, entertain, you know, am I trying to have a personal relationship with the viewer? Now, every YouTuber would say yes, but I guarantee that not a single one of those YouTubers actually wants to have, you know, it was it in Casey's case, 9 million yeah. well, people knocking on door. You see, you see this in door. YouTubers. There's a, you know, you know what I mean? like, all the pranksters, they all don't use their last name. It's like Joey Bananas and things like that. And right. it's like they're, they're trying to escape right, right. Uh, people knowing right. who they are, but in reality are they mm -hmm. I don't think well I mean because you know people are going to recognize you but I think that like you know as far as like making it harder for people to find you yeah well I th what do you think I don't know uh -huh. I, I just read this really disturbing article that 
it was, you know, in, 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 in the research, it was basically like, um, the worst YouTube trends of 2018. And it's basically a guy who's predicting like what's going to happen on YouTube that's going to, you know, for the year, this guy's like a content marketer, kind of like, I think he's a professor somewhere. I wish I could remember where I read this article but it was it was all these things and basically it was like the people who were like the daredevils who were like climbing buildings and doing parkour like they're that over the years those the, the bar has been pushed really high for that so people are doing crazier and crazier stuff people are going to start getting hurt um and then this guy predicted that there's going to be a trend of actual like youtube murders where like like celebrities dealt with in like the 80s and 90s like of like People are going to start, like, crazy fans are going to start going after, like, YouTubers. Could possibly, in, like, a worst-case situation, you know. And that YouTubers are generally completely not at all insulated against any of that. Like, for instance, that, mm-hmm. that guy Philly D, you know him, right? The news guy. You know, huge guy. I mean, he's he, he had an episode once about how, like, you know please respect YouTubers' privacy. He had a fan walk into his studio while he was recording his show. Just walk right in, like, from the street. Like, there was no security, there was no... Because they don't think of themselves that way. But, you know, again, millions of people watching you, you know, in his case, every day. You know, it's like, uh, I don't know, millions of people. I mean, there's going to be some rough ones in in i was, I was watching a channel the other day thinking of the exact same thing and this guy was taking photos with people and people were bringing him um like cakes and stuff like that and uh joe rogan's talked about this on his podcast people like bringing you wine or something like this he had he had this uh he had danica patrick on i think is who it was i think that's who it was it was someone like that it was a female and yeah. she was in another city and at a hotel and the concert it was a small right. town the concierge called up and said hey we have one of your fans here they brought you a, a really nice bottle of wine. Would it be okay if I send them up just to give you the wine? And the lady's like thinking, no, that's not okay. Like, this is my room. Like, this is my privacy. What if you came up here and shot me? And she, she said she felt, you know, she felt like that he, it was a small enough town that it was kind of okay. And she was like, you know, no, keep him down there. I'll come down here and I'll take the bottle of wine. But she was like, when I went back upstairs, I didn't drink that bottle of wine. You don't know what people do to you. And she's like a, a mainstream celebrity. These YouTubers, they get like cookies and cakes. It's like not all of them throw that stuff away. And when you're talking about millions of people, they're just not thinking no. on the same level because they don't yep. they don't feel that famous, I, I feel like. And I, it's, I'm sure it's partially because they're not compensated to the same fame level. So they no longer – they haven't like – adjusted their maybe their class you know like uh and i don't mean class in like a you know like i don't mean it in a racial way i mean it more in like a a financial way like the the richer you are the more you have to be cognizant of other people wanting to be you or wanting to take what you have because they want to be you and so I think these people haven't made it financially yet, and they just haven't yet really fully come circle to the fact that, like, yeah, these people like them and love them and whatnot, but there might also be people that are acting like they love them that think taking their life would somehow embedder the person's life. And so they, they, they eat these cookies because they're like, oh, sweet. Like, I used to be a fan of these people. 
you know, of other YouTubers. Like, I'm sure this is all like fun and, you know, fun and well there. It's all uh, well-intentioned, right. but it might not be, you know, that's, that's part of celebrity. He's... Right. I, th I think, I think that what it comes down to is it comes down to the fact that um, I think, like I said, I think that YouTube, YouTube and your audience is like extraordinarily different than a normal celebrity. I think that a YouTube celebrity is a far greater celebrity than as far as an actual celebrity that the name celebrity like the, the the definition of celebrity i think that a youtube celebrity in a lot of ways is far um has more celebrity than popular hollywood or acting celebrities or music celebrities insofar as their reach is so much further and they're accessible. so much more accessible and which which is what, what what accessible and which is what makes them you know like um, Brad Pitt is not doing a weekly vlog where he's interacting and answering questions and and you know and cultivating a community of people around a channel that's called the Brad Pitt channel. Brad Pitt's not doing that. Brad Pitt's job is to um, take on the persona of characters, portray them on film as needed, when needed, and to tell stories to to be used as a tool to tell stories to be a great tool to tell stories which he does obviously very well very well his job is not to cultivate uh, a fan base or to cultivate an audience or a community around him or to ensure that people are watching him because he's got you know that's the producer's job that's the studio's job that's there's a whole host of people who are handling making sure people go to see Brad Pitt's new movie. YouTubers, they're handling all of that on their own. They're like a one-stop shop and so they are personally interacting with their with with their fan base. They are personally interacting. They are actively trying to build a following and community around them. And it's a very personal thing. I mean, it's a very because personal they, because thing. Because they, you know? they count on themselves. Uh, you know, Brad Pitt does have a personal following. Like, when he promotes movie, he, he goes out and does personal interviews because people go and see movies a lot of times based on who's in them. That's why there's big-name people get pushed out there. But it's different in the sense definitely. that it's not... It's not so much about that. It's also about the movie itself that's, you know, is it a good movie? Whereas a YouTuber, right. it's all about the personal connection people feel. A lot less about the quality of what they're watching. Right. Because there's a lot of really big channels that make not great quality stuff. Right. But they just somehow figured out a way to really personally connect with people. And people feel the need to, like, follow them. Right. Right. And like when Brad Pitt is doing those interviews, he's doing those interviews. He's selling the movie. He's talking about the movie. He's he's telling the audience why they want to go to see the movie. Obviously, he as a name brand is you know a, a, an asset to the movie. Um, but it but I think it's just wholesale different than you know that, you know Brad Pitt's not like hey guys. This is what's going on you, in my you are starting personal to, life. You're starting to see that a little bit more, right? Let me like, show have you, you seen any of these big time A list celebrities now doing promotional stuff where it's like them vlogging about what they're doing and what movie that is coming out and putting that out as like commercials? I just. Right. I just recently saw that uh, from the guy, the guy from Parks and Rec. I can't remember his name. He, he he did a, a YouTube video 
Um, the guy who was, oh my God, what's his name? Okay. Nick Offerman. And we just said Nick Offerman. He did a YouTube video basically um, answering all these Twitter and Reddit, like going from every social media platform and answering, like, comp, like responding to comments about him, which is, it was hilarious. But I think that that's, you know, again, I, I think it's just slight, like, like, I don't think that Nick Offerman wants to have a YouTube channel. I think, you know, YouTube is an absolutely unparalleled marketing platform. And, you know, I think that mainstream has definitely gotten a hold of that at this point, you know. Um, and, you know, I just think it's very different than someone like Casey Neistat or, um, you know, Roman Atwood or the Shaytards, you know, being like, hey, guys, come with me. Come with me on our family adventure. Be a part of my family. I mean, if you think about that, that is something I know. psychological yeah. question. You're inviting people in your that, privacy. You know what I mean? Like, you, the stranger, come, right, right, right. And it's not like, you know, I mean, reality TV with families has been out for a really long time, right? But it's a little different. It's like, um... More scripted. Uh, I never really watched these more things, but... Um, and it stopped. More scripted. Right, it was more scripted. It was... Right, you were yeah. it was right, and you were watching through a window. You were watching through a window. Yeah. They weren't talking to you, you know. They were, they, you know, they, their their life was being filmed, and you were kind of like from the window looking in. Which at the time, even I mean, every I mean, everyone I my friend, I mean, it, it even that's a little, you know, it's it's an interesting concept at 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 at, at best. It's an interesting concept, and I think that like when you're talking about YouTubers who are like constantly talking to the camera as mm -hmm. though the camera was there with them. And then when that kind of thing, that kind of like repertoire gets millions of people to tune in every day or every couple of days or every, I mean, you have to think there's a lot of psychology going on there. That's, you know, it's different. It's different. You know what I mean? It's different. It's like from being from Philadelphia, I wouldn't walk out on the market street and be like, Hey, all you guys, I'm going to go get dinner with my wife at this restaurant. People want to watch Come on, that. let's go. You know what I mean? So weird. They do. They do want to watch it. I know they do want to watch it, but no one would stand out on Market Street in Philadelphia. Yeah. Like, everybody, come on, we're going to this restaurant so you can watch yeah, the, me Well, the digital landscape has changed you know the way people interact with people. And the way they people interact with media. This is why yes. people feel so good about um, bullying people online. But then you go face to face with someone, and it doesn't matter whether they're bigger yep. or not. It's it's literally Never people right. just don't interact the same when they're not behind a computer screen. And traditional media is starting to see that That's right. landscape change, and they're trying to start taking advantage of this. But it creates all these new. Um, these new questions, these uh, social dilemmas, you know, like this is maybe one of the reasons I kind of switched the persona of like, I don't know if I really want to make videos every day. Do I want to share exactly what I do every day of my life? Like I like having privacy, um, you know, like do I, do I really want to invite right. everyone into that? And that made me like re kind of rethink some things. And I'm not saying it's wrong, but it's, it's complete. Like you have right. to, no. you know, and, I know that a lot of a lot of these YouTubers, you're not really invited fully into their life, just like you weren't in the <laughs> Kardashians.
but even that small window that you give to people can it can just cause all kinds of new issues it's very yeah no absolutely absolutely i think that um i think that uh okay so like the kardashians that's a great example i think the kardashians is a great example the kardashians are selling um spectacle yeah right it's the spectacle of this i mean they're kind of crazy but it's also the spectacle of this exorbitant life and you know these these characters are selling these characters and like that's the mm-hmm. entertainment the entertainment is the characters and i think to a large extent i think the youtubers would say you know youtubers big youtubers would say hey we're selling characters too i mean you know on the real we're selling characters you know but the, the the big thing is no yeah. the, the big thing is to convince you that they're not and to convince you that they're being absolutely genuine I mean seriously if you watch I have not seen a single how to succeed on YouTube um, video that wasn't within the first two or three steps yeah uh, be genuine make a personal connection right? be genuine be genuine make a personal connection and be yourself be genuine and it's like oh man be genuine and you'll find your audience it's like i know i mean i understand but like you know brad pitt and troy yeah yeah he wasn't being genuine he was acting right he was acting he was playing a character you know or or brad pitt and the the what what what, you know whatever what what, you, you, you get you get what i'm saying like the it's acting, and I think that the YouTubers are acting too. No, like, and you no find you know the people that make it. Time. You find out after they make it all the crap that they're actually dealing with in life, and how like you know this whole right. YouTube and the YouTubers themselves have sold this idea of fame, wealth, and happiness, just like traditional media did, right? Yes. But along with those things comes yes. failure, unhappiness, yep. yeah, and, and financial ruins. Mm. And it's like, um, you know, yes. what yes. is it? Bloomberg recently quoted, had that wrote that article, Casey Neistat did a video about it, that 96.5% of YouTubers will never make enough money off their videos to get above the U.S. poverty line. 96.5%. I completely believe that. I, I I would actually, I mean, as a, as a, that's funny. So uh, that's an interesting statistic. And I, and I would have actually be argued that it, that percentage <laughs> would, should be, is right. That's, 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 well, I think it's pretty high percent, you know, I, I mean, that's I mean, 4%. That's 4%. I mean, think about four and a hundred people, four yeah. and a hundred people are not famous. Four yeah. people. Four well, no, not just not not wealthy. not wealthy. They never like, got above the I mean, U.S. poverty line. If you think about, so that's what like twenty thousand. What is that right poverty now? Poverty line. Right, right. Twenty four. I think it's twenty four thousand for a family of four or something like that. But I mean, like you know, yeah. No, I totally, I totally hear that. But if you think about that, it's what's what's really interesting about that statistic is that it's saying that four in a hundred yeah. people, which is will. pretty good odds. Right, that's a mm-hmm. that's an enormous odd. That's an, that's enormously good odds, right? Yeah. So I would have called it less than that. I mean, you know, I would have called it less than that. Um, but I mean, if you think about that, that's enormous odds, and I think that that is the carrot. 
I mean, that's a big carrot. I mean, there's there's lots of space. There's lots of space on YouTube. I think that they, they, there's lots of space on YouTube to be successful. And I really think that, I think that I, I don't think that it's YouTube. Okay, I got to be super clear here. I do not. We keep talking about YouTube. I feel like we should not talk about YouTube. Yeah, it's just that's just the, that's the the platform creator. that people are on right now. Right. It's like saying that Vine YouTube's, stars right. were you know you, famous right. for being Vine stars. Well, no, all the Vine stars moved to Instagram when Vine got shut down, and they're making just as much money, if not more, through Instagram that than they were with Vine. So they just jump platforms. But it's right. well, what, what they're talking about. You know, to study something, right. you'd have well, to study it in somewhat of a singular section right you couldn't just say well the money they make on brand deals and this and this and this right. this was studied purely on adsense like what they're making off youtube and it yeah. was a a study maybe like a you know a year ago or something like that but it's it's that still accurately portrays right the amount of success within the industry okay so let's take that stat let's take yeah. that stat and let's flip that on its head right let's flip that on its head so if four percent of so you're saying that four percent of people are going to break the U.S. four percent of YouTubers are going to break the U.S. poverty line, in um all, you know off of YouTube right? Now this is the great thing about about this is that I personally know of at least twenty YouTubers who are well over a hundred thousand dollars a year. You are probably making thousands of mm -hmm. dollars a year. Well, you don't personally know them, and so you don't you don't personally know don't they personally make know them, but I know, I know, X I, amount I know of money. You of, just can do like generic calculations, right? Based on like Patreon numbers. Well, I mean, well, well, well yeah. based on other platforms, like right, Patreon numbers, right? Ba ba Patreon numbers. So I mean, you know, so people, so so people who are. I think that like a big part is you have to diversify. Like I would never, I, 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 I want to be a YouTuber. You know, I, I, I want to be a YouTuber not because I want to make it big on YouTube. I want to make, I want, I want to make money off of YouTube. I want to be a YouTuber because I think that like, um, for like, like photography and video and the creative mm -hmm. process, editing. I love editing. I love it. It's a pain in the ass, but I love it. Like I like. I love um, learning about all of these new things. I mean, and 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 like, you know, with a camera, with a half decent camera, which I have, and a half decent drone, which I have. You know, like I, you can with with a good camera, a good drone. So let's so let's spear off for a second then. While while you're saying while you're while you're talking about equipment, because that's something I kind of wanted to get into. I thought it was pretty interesting. You know, last week we talked about, right. you know, so everyone that doesn't know, last week, I think it was last week, it was last week, on Monday, right? On Monday, um, right. Justin right. and I were talking, and he's been wanting to make a video. I've been wanting to kind of do a podcast or something like that, and we've been having trouble doing the actual, like just going out and doing it. It's not that we don't have time. It's not that we don't have the right equipment it's not that anything it's just like it's the struggle of being a self-motivated content creator and so on monday we came up with a challenge where it was like you make a video i make a video we'll put it out there by friday because we both were kept saying like it's going to take like i need more than a week to do this i can't come up with a title blah 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 and so we both were like yeah we're gonna do this right and then justin gets in you well you get into right. you know 
kind of plan your stuff out and you're like, I need a drone. And I'm like, I'll send you mine. And you're like, well, maybe. And yeah, and you're like, maybe. Right. And then Which you start awesome. looking up and you're like, oh, I can just go get one for a pretty reasonable amount of money. And you get it. And it's like inspiration through the roof, right? And it's like, how much inspiration exactly. these days? Because exactly. I feel I'm a slave to this, dude. Look at my house. I have every toy you can imagine. I'm like a little kid in a candy store. I derive inspiration right. from things a lot of right. times. How many other people do you think are doing this? And like, how do you feel about right. how crazy it is that something so small that you could have still shot cinematic shots with probably your camera, not the same ones, but different ones. You draw so much inspiration from that. And that really allows you to, right. you know, make steps forward. And well, do you think everyone has that, that the same motivation with that? I think that um, that's a really great question. That's a really good question. I think that I think that um, okay, equipment. So actually, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm in a really great place because I have actually been thinking about <laughs> this question all day because I just watched a Peter McKinnon video where he details um where what he carries around with him when you know for vlogging, and I mean. This guy goes through the equipment, and I'm watching it just, like, jaw on the ground, you know, and I'm like, and it's not jaw on the ground, like, okay, there was one thing that I wish that I had, which was the Roku uh, mm -hmm. DSLR stabilizer, or the GGI's uh, DSLR stabilizer. Yeah, it's um, like an Osmo for your it's DSLR. a big gimbal. I mean, I kind of wish I had it. Yeah, right, an Osmo for your DSLR. So I mean I kind I kind of could use it. I mean I mean it would be really nice to get moving steady shots, but at the same time I kind of like a, a little I like the camera shake. And if you shake your move your camera past, you know, with Im image stabilization these days, I mean, you really got to get your camera moving to get that shake. I think it brings you more to the shot. Anyway, I'm watching his I'm watching his um this vlog and I'm like, "Oh my god, man. Like this guy's carrying around like at least at least fifteen thousand dollars mm -hmm. of equipment with him everywhere he goes and i look at my equipment and i'm like i have a canon 80d which has two lenses i have a 24 millimeter lens and a, a 18 a 10 to 18 lens i have a dji spark drone i have an olympus tg4 point and shoot and I have two of these Rode uh, video micro um, microphones. I have a camera, and I, I just got this phone, I, like, literally two days ago. I got a, a three days ago, I got an iPhone 8 Plus, which is absolutely insane. And um, I have, like, a couple little tripod, like, flexible tripods. But I mean, like that's it. That's my kit, right? That's my kit, and I I don't know what I couldn't. So what do you're saying is, in the now. in the when last seven the days, drone, as long as you can just spend what fourteen hundred dollars, you'd be happy. You can keep making videos. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Exactly. No. No. But I mean, I mean, you know, and you could you could do it with less. They always say you could do it with less. But the original question was, do you think that it's the, the equipment to some extent? creates creativity yes yes and no right if i when i first started doing videos i was doing it on an iphone and i got a little lens for the iphone so i could get the ultra wide shots which is what i you know you need ultra wide uh -huh. the ultra wide lens is for context right 
is to give to give more context to to the shot. Also, you can do cool stuff with it with the ultra wide, but but mostly to give you context. But the twenty four mil, I have a twenty four millimeter pancake lens. That thing is like, mwah. I mean, it is an incredible, incredible lens. The 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 bokeh you get on it is just ungodly. I mean, it has the shallowest depth of field. I mean, it's an absolutely incredible. It's like a hundred and ten dollars, I think it was. It was amazing. But now I so I can since I got the drone, now I can do I can shoot video in the twenty four millimeter because I don't need to give context to every shot. The drone is great because the drone can give context, right? The the drone can give perspective and context. So it's kind of like an added tool. It's an added tool that, that you know that that um you can you can do more. And I think that like you were saying, you get inspiration off of these things a lot. I think that off of equipment, I think that when you start to learn how to use the equipment and as you you start thinking about things like you know, you're like, oh my God, I could totally, I can totally mm-hmm. run this drone down this drainage ditch. Like I would not run my body down this drainage ditch, but I can run this drone down this drainage ditch. I can get beautiful footage. And like, that is a great one and a half second transition shot. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you should ever film a video with a drone. I mean, you just, I mean, the, the drone, it's, it's too, it's too, you have to really the drone is for getting dramatic unique shots you can't really film with it for any amount of you can't put too much drone footage in because you're just you're looking at drama 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 how is that so do you think product marketing is driving um content creation or do you think content creation is driving um product products to be bought Contact, contact without doubt, contact creation or contact creation is driving product design without doubt. I think that I think DJI is a great example. I think that um, they came out with the Mavic. I mean, let's let's just talk about the Mavic Pro, right? The Mavic Pro drone, which I've never had, could never afford it, could never, you know, I could not buy a drone like that. Thousand dollar drones, what, twelve, thirteen hundred by the time you buy the batteries and the controller or whatever, which you really do, you know. Um, great drone, way more options. But then they came out with the three hundred ninety nine dollar Spark that you could fly off of an iPhone. Not well. Which like, I said, not well off an very iPhone. Com- what's that? Not well off the iPhone, but it, it not not well off an iPhone, but you can. But then actually for another three bucks, you can get a controller for three ninety nine. You know the, the control- low price at three ninety nine, you get the remote. As of last week, yeah. Get out of here! I saw the ad last Stop week. It. The end of last week. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I just bought the damn thing. <laughs> so that's a... the feeling you just had. Oh my god! Is the feeling I have every time I buy a new drone because it's like, it's like they they keep topping oh, their yeah. last thing for less money. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's because the content creation is changing the... Okay, drones Drones are... You know what? This is my new thing. I'm going to follow YouTube trends. I'm just going to pay... I'm just going to... I'm going to sign up for news alerts from DJI. 
because that's going to tell yeah. me everything that I need to know about you, about YouTube. Because they've got the gimbals, they've got you know they've got the gimbals, they've got all of the the support equipment that you need, and they're an excellent company. And what they're doing is they're you know they came out with the Mavic Pro, so it was for people like Casey Neistat who are like, dude, drop a thousand dollars, you can throw this thing in your pocket and fly it down a subway on a whim, right? And and that drone was hugely successful, but then it was like the sub, um, the sub poverty level YouTubers. What they're not dropping, a, 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 you know, twenty percent, thirty percent of their annual revenue on a drone, you know. So what are they going to do? Then DJ is like, well, uh, let's look at this. We can do better, and they did. They came out with the the, um, you know, it's got a little bit of less features. But I mean, nearly the you know, same thing. Out, yeah, the spark. But th- you can do the same thing. The only thing I, I don't like, the only thing that I don't like, and this kind of is irritating because it's totally software. DJI for listening. Spark needs to have twenty four frames per second. Like the end. Like you cannot pull it out. It's not ten eighty p twenty four frames per second. That doesn't do. It is right. What yeah. is it? No. Like if you were gonna pick a And you can't back it up to twenty four? You would pick twenty four. You know? Uh you can Uh, through processing, but then you get aliasing and you get interesting shutter roll and So if you're listening DJI so you can Brown, the Brown family. Maybe. (laughs) Yes. Maybe. (laughs) He wants twenty four frames per second, you know, like give it to him. 24 frames per second. That's literally, I think it was that, that, I, yeah, that's my, that's it. That's it. That's my only complaint. Only complaint. 24 frames yeah, per think, second. Give me that I option. think it's a great, a great piece of hardware. Mm. One more thing. Neutral, neutral, uh, recording, n- neutral profile, okay. recording profiles. Also. So you said, so you said it, something earlier that kind of got my attention. You're like, DJI, great company, but. A year ago, maybe a little bit more than a year ago, DJ. Well, let's say let's say, maybe like two and a half years ago, DJI was known for being the worst customer service on the market. People literally would buy their drones that they swore would never lose connection. These things would just fly off into nowhere. Spend a thousand dollars on a drone, flies off into nowhere, right. and it was happening like fifty percent of the time. It wasn't like, you know, every one thousandth drone. It was like. Anyone that had an an original Phantom 2 most likely lost it to a fly off, and it didn't have to be far away. You could be, it could be complete line of sight, like right in front of you, and the thing just right. lose connection, take off at forty miles an hour. And they were known right. for just telling people, like, you know, sorry. Same thing yes. with the newer Phantoms and the, then the Mavic, like, you know, breaking a camera or something like that, and them charging you literally like nine hundred dollars to repair the gimbal. That probably cost them like two hundred, and not ever returning phone calls. It was like if you finally right. got someone on the phone, maybe you could get some help. But what what makes you say a great company? If I if I can make a an assumption is they make great products now. They figured out how to make drones, and they've they've literally blown people's right. mind for what's capable in a unmanned personal like cam- like flying camera. Right. Right. 
Right. And I, I right. Well, that, that that's exactly what I'm saying. And not, I, I, yeah, I should I should rescind a statement. Not a great company. They do make great products, and they're definitely the leader in the drug tenfold. Market. And I think that um, yeah, I mean without doubt, they're the, yeah, they're they're absolutely the leader in the drug. But what I, I guess what I'm saying is I think that what they're doing is, you know, the back to the original question is the equipment. I think that what they're doing is is that they're making equipment to fill in those markets where it's like, you know, it's actually, it's a very interesting relationship because, okay, someone can't afford a $1,000 drone, but maybe mm-hmm. they can afford a $400 drone that, like, you, I mean, when we're talking about 30 mm-hmm. frames per second versus 24 frames per second, like, for, you know, for YouTube, it's like, you're kind of splitting hairs, right? You're kind of, kind of splitting hairs. There's a definite look, but, like, the quality is there, right? The, it's a good image. It's a great image. And so, but, I mean, it's like, I think what it's doing is it's creating, I mean, I don't know how much time you spent on YouTube recently, but I've been spending, like, a lot of time on YouTube recently just to, like, see. Yeah, people have products. Competition is fierce. Fierce. I mean, people have product, and they are, mm-hmm. I mean, they're being creative and they're being creative and they're, they're really pushing it. And, and, and it's just, it's really, it's a really, I mean, it's a really amazingly competitive space that, you know, is pushing innovation. Like everybody's pushing shots and shots and shots and, and then like, you know, editing and editing and editing and, um, you know, um, you know what what the you know processing and processing i mean channels now you could i mean you could almost get a screenshot and each a screen a screenshot from each channel and you could t- you could tell just w- without the character in it you know just by the the color grading of the video you know like who whose channel it is i mean the type of scene it is i mean it's such a competitive space and i think that the companies like DJI making affordable drones, you know, um, Canon putting out the, the 1018 lens, you know, for for their DSLRs, like you know, because that'll work on a Rebel as well, you know, their 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 uh, crop sensor DSLRs. I mean, I think it's these com- it's just driving so much innovation, so much creativity, and so much com- competition that it's kind of like super exciting. I find it's exciting. The thing I'm most excited about about my YouTube channel is um mm-hmm. having to think like that all the time. You know what I mean? Like having to think like, you know, like having having to think like a professional constantly. Like I, I feel like there's not a lot of things in life that really push you sailing to think that hard. <laughs> so so to roll back for just uh, sail, two seconds, yeah, I think goes, this is really sailing funny. Sailing. Um did you know that DJ came out yeah. with last week the Tello drone for the low low price of i think $99 $99 720p 8D flips no you can control with your iPhone or you can add the camera it's a it's 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 exactly what you're saying control. they're they're literally finding these open pieces of market and they're pushing drones out fat, faster than you can even conceive uh-huh. them they launched the Mavic Pro, Pro Air right. yep. like a month or two ago and they just launched a whole nother drone. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, but that's that's the way it is. That's the way it is. I, yeah. I don't think that uh-huh. they're. I mean, it's a Chinese company, right? It's Chinese owned. 
yeah I, I don't think that they think the same way they're, you know they're not like an apple who's going to have a product cycle you know they're just like uh you know i think that they're just putting out i mean they have a different they have a definitely different consumer approach but like i can tell you so they put they came out with this hundred dollar drone i can already tell you like for me like i wouldn't be happy with 720p but if i was just starting out or if i you know if i couldn't afford anything else yeah well they're it's they're doing exactly what you said because if you exactly if you just started you're shooting on your cell phone what's the next thing you get i would probably say a drone what's the next thing you get after that maybe maybe a microphone for your for your cell phone no i so i i disagree mike see you think audio audio i don't see the reason i say drone is i think people people react more to visuals than they do to audio and while I agree that it's such a paramount thing, I think if you're if we're talking about YouTube video creation, I think the added dimension of a drone does a whole lot more than the added dimension dimension of of perfectly clear quality. I, don't know, I would totally disagree. I would totally disagree. I mean, I think that like especially since like half the time, like you said. It's some like you know I mean I forget what the percentage is but it's an inordinate percentage of uh, YouTube YouTubers are um, or an inordinate percentage of uh, uh, people are watching YouTube videos on um, cell phones yeah I mean cell phones iPads you know I think a lot of those are, are on the train they can, coming home from work the quality or, of audio know, it makes more. Dude, if you get bad yeah, audio through headphones, bad audio oh compared God, to terrible. like just it's cell terrible. Phone, you can, the iPhone gets good audio by itself. I mean, it if as long as it's not windy, right? As long as it's not windy, the audio is decent. Right. Well, I mean, no, no, it's not just windy. The audio is decent, but I mean, say so. I I'm holding a Rode Video Micro right now as I'm speaking to you, and I'm going to send this file to you, and I think that. You could even compare. Matter of fact, this might be a good segment. Compare the footage. Omnidirectional mic. From now, from the computer, um, yeah, from my computer's omnidirectional mic to the um the the and you could cut this in, I guess, or whatever. But like, compare the the um audio from the Rode micro to the computer's omnidirectional mic, and I think that like the difference is astounding. Number one. Number two, um, I'm holding it in such a way that like there's no uh, peaking, right? So you're not you're not getting like the the high signal loss, you know, which happens so in if, YouTube if, videos, if, man. If, if you can't see this, he's basically showing it's it like terrible. he's about to wrap that... his beautiful lips around it and and give it the time of its life. <laughs> <laughs> so let's so let's for 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 That's the right, for the right. sake of uh, comparing Such audio, funny. if I if I'm able to do this, let's hear you say. Uh, audiophile because that's probably what you are and then let's hear you say audiophile again and i'll cut in one of them with the mic one of them without and we'll see if people can actually tell all right so this is audiophile (laughs) with the road micro and this is audiophile with the omnidirectional whatever apple decided to put in my macbook pro I just want to note that, you know, he looked away from the computer purposefully. <laughs> I was yelling across my house. Yeah, that's interesting <laughs> that you say that. You know, um, no. 
I would do audio first and then the drone. I mean, I think if you if you okay, because this 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 microphone was like I mean, forty bucks know, maybe at this point. It's probably free, and it it does a great job. Yeah, it's a yeah. Great mic. I mean, and it does a great, great, great job. And you know, it's it's a great little mic. You know, um, uh, but um, you know, so it's not that hard to 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 get up. And I think that it definitely adds that element. I think the thing would be number one camera and the number and camera could be an iphone yeah i mean a, a, any iphone really because you can build a yeah. really solid kit off of an because iPhone. it accepts audio then the because the, it the, accepts the, audio because there's a, a ton that? of other cameras that i'd say maybe inv right, instead of investing in a new iphone get a like a canon g9 mark ii or something or or a sony oh, um yeah. i wouldn't even say get i would I would say get a TG4. Yeah. Those TG4 shoot great video. There's no audio. audio the only input, problem is there's no. Whereas you can do that on an iPhone, and although there's no audio input, video quality yeah. is definitely not there. It's good enough to rewatch on an iPhone. Right. Although I, I, I mean, I haven't recorded video on my eight yet, but I, I yeah. think this thing is going to put out some pretty kick-ass on uh, video. The only thing I just noticed today, though, I can't use it because it doesn't have. Yeah. 24 frames per second. Not an option mm -hmm. in 1080p. It's only an option in 4K. Come on, Apple. 4K like, what is that? To 1080p. You know? And that's not a big deal. That doesn't actually hurt anything. Yeah. It's just... No, it doesn't hurt anything. But, I mean, it's just, it takes up yeah. an enormous amount. I mean, it's an enormous file. You know, relative to, you know, if you're working in 1080p. Well, do you, I mean, do you think understand. they did that? It's a weird thing to not do. You know? They sell iCloud space and that's going to drive more dollars into their pocket now I honestly think that they didn't th I think that they in this phone all they cared about was 4k everything is moving to 4k and I think that's all they, they I think I think they literally yeah, maybe, literally maybe. didn't even think about it like it, it, it I bet you when they if they did think about yeah. it, it had to do with what the menu looked like you know what I mean there's too User many options interface. here you know what I mean? Like, just get rid of some options because, right, just user interface stuff, you know? But, uh, you know, because that's really their their thing, their big thing. But uh, I would say definitely, number one, camera. That could be a really good cell phone. I hear the S9 has an incredible, an incredible, uh, the Galaxy S9 has an incredible camera. Audio, Rode Video Micro, awesome. I do wish that I had a Video Mic Pro just because of the preamp. My Canon is loud as hell. I think I ha my, the, the, my, the Canon preamp is loud as hell. And it sits in my drawer because I hate the software on this thing. There's so much bloatware. Uh, it's just, I know. I'm just, I can't it's do garbage. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can't do the, I can't do Android. Either. I've tried like, Usually every two or three years, yeah. I try. Yeah. I try to use it Android, and I can't do it. I always go back to Apple. But um, oh, I think, yeah. So if you're starting out vlogging, get your picture. It's very important, obviously, to get your video. So do your best you can. Think, think, think you can to get your video. Next, you need to get your audio. So that's people the can debate. clearly understand what the hell you're saying. <laughs> and the a, drone, I think, debate. is the third part. What's that? <laughs> Right. Software, 
software could be number three. You know, um, I like Final Cut just because it's got a lot of stuff iMovie doesn't, but iMovie does a great job too. Uh, so for free software, so I don't know, but um, and then I think so. Software might be interchangeable with drone and drone just because drone. I mean, you can use a drone yeah. as a steady cam. I mean, there's so many things you can do with a little tiny drone. Like that's one of the things I like about the Spark over like a Mavic Pro, which I've seen recently in person. The Spark is so small you can use it like a steady cam. Like I used it recently for mm-hmm. a video as a steady cam in my house in my 200 square foot house you know you couldn't do that i don't know if you could do that with the mavic pro but well, they sell it, handles it, for it, your the mavic, mavic pro actually like that twice go around size. it and you use it as like a ronin like this yeah um a gimbal oh as like a ronin yeah yeah but what we ronin, which is dji you know ronin's dji but um DJI but realistically, right, right, right. the, the one advice you would give somebody that's thinking, like, I need this, I need this to start YouTubing is, realistically, you don't need anything. You can YouTube off of a cell phone, a nice cell phone without a mic, without a drone, and make some pretty fucking cool videos if you just put some real thought into your production. Without doubt. I'll tell you what. All you have to do is, to- is Google top 10 YouTubers. The top 10 YouTubers yeah. are not the most produced YouTubes. Like, people with the most, you know... I mean, Casey's probably going to be in there. Actually, I don't even know if Casey would be in top 10. But, like, Cell if phone. you look at, like, Roman Atwood's videos, yeah. PewDiePie's videos, there is no production value whatsoever in those videos. I mean, I think that... I think Roman is still filming with me. a G7X. I think that's... I think that's where his audio is coming from, and he's everything's coming out of G7X. So really, I should tell you about the equipment. Mm-hmm. I think, but then again, it depends on what your channel is. You know, what your channel is. If you're if you're someone like you know Peter McGinnon, you know he's he's got he does. You can do that with the cell phone. It just takes a little channel. bit more time and effort, and maybe yeah. the end product isn't perfect quality. It takes yeah, more time but and it's effort. Exactly, more creativity. So right. moving moving from that, right. Um, Let's talk about, so how did the video go? I know you still have to shoot your last leg of your video. I have to shoot the last, I have to shoot the last scene. Oh, uh, the video went really okay. well. I'm actually in the, I'm color correcting it now. So when so are we going to have a final video? On this video. Wednesday? Uh, oh wait, no, today's Tuesday, isn't it? No, I mean, I could, I, I mean, it depends. Dude, it's, so I'm in North Carolina right now. It has been blowing a stink for like two days. It's blowing like twenty five knots outside right now. Can't be shooting guns in twenty five knots of uh you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to fly a drone in twenty five <laughs> knots can try. of breeze. Like, <laughs> trying to get my shot. Like, yeah, you can try. I just might not I might I might I might be you know what? I might be buying that three hundred dollars. One less remote to buy. Oh my god! Less remote to buy. That's right. That's right. Yeah, but the you know it's pretty. I so I've seen the beginning of the video. Well, most of the video without the without your audio because you hadn't you hadn't recorded your voiceover yet when you sent that to me. But it was really cool. Right. I think great, like a really cool video. Yeah, I think it's gonna be really cool. I think it's gonna be really. I think it's gonna be really cool. Actually, you're the only person that said that. No one else has really gotten into it. But to be fair, it's a video that has a gun in it at a time. Yeah, you know, maybe where you live, but not where I live. Right, right, right. Well, no, oh. definitely not where I live, but just the people that I show it to. You know, 
but um yeah and, 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 and it wasn't done yet it was kind did of they see it after idea. me or before me so you know i'm still i'm still so was it a different product that before, that i yeah. saw than they saw so yeah uh, okay. yeah yeah there wasn't any music to it yeah. or anything and then it, it hadn't been edited down but you know now i'm color grading with it and i'm kind of really into the process of color grading because that's amazing because you can change the feel and the vibe of the entire thing with that also i shot the whole thing in cine style so uh-huh. The, the the shots are super flat, and um, with the with which which really gives you so much leeway when you're color grading, you know, so much room for creativity in in uh, you know, it's really kind of irritating because I'm looking at, so I just did I'm doing all this work, but now I'm looking at like the standard processing right now of the uh, the mic in the computer the the video thingy in the, the camera and the computer however that the little window here like that shows me i mean it's like <laughs> my blue color and my uh my greasy forehead <laughs> yeah, well 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 your your color no your colors that's your what color's i'm saying you're rough. saying well, your color is good like looks pretty good i don't know what do you think <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you you kind of look like a forty-year-old alcoholic. I mean, you got like the sheen going on in your uh, forehead here. You're looking a little. I haven't been drinking pale. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what's that? So, is that a little off topic? That 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 head, this one that earpiece you have over here on your AirPod. Uh, yeah, what is that? That's how I'm hearing you. AirPod. Does that does that stay? In- Oh, okay. Does, Dude, that, does that stay in your You uh, want to talk ear? about innovation? They didn't even do anything new, and these things are like the coolest thing, like coolest thing of the year. It's just, they work so flawlessly. Really? They come in, yeah, they, you know, you charge them in this, really? which is also a backup battery pack for them, so it also charges them. Everything's magnetic, you know, like, no. you can listen with one in, one out, two in. When you take it out of your ear, it pauses the video if you're watching a movie or music. If you want to call someone, you just double click on yeah. the side oh of it. And it has touch sensors. They last for like, I don't know how many hours. Um, but I've had other Bluetooth headphones and I buy them and then I put them in my desk because I never use them. They're just annoying. These things, I mean, you know how well the Apple headphones fit. Right. Okay, so some people don't like them. I, I they fit me the perfectly. They don't fall out of my ear. They don't. There's no pressure points. The okay, audio yeah, is pretty good. Yeah. Like I dig it a lot. These are just right. an evolution. Right. Like they really, they're really killer. That's awesome. I always use the Beat style, like the earbud with the rubber noiseless. I'm a huge fan. I of think there's I a whole group of Apple people that those don't those. fit. Just like. I know, but I, I know I I have the different well, they sizes. Different, they still like it's uncomfortable. Here. Like I have the Jaybirds, the Bluetooth Jaybirds, and they come with both the soft ones right, and the hard right. ones. And they just I never can get a fit that doesn't make my ear hurt. It's like it either pops out or it's uh, too big. Uh, and it, yeah, it, yeah. Even the one that fits that truly does fit. It's just like you get sore after. I I get sore after a few hours, and it's probably just the shape of my eardrum or my ear canal. Yeah. Right, right, right. But, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, I love these things. Yeah. So All right, enough on the air. So yeah, so yeah. your so your video's that coming out. That's really that's really cool. You're gonna get that done this week probably if the wind will chill yes. out for a day. 
So what does that make you oh, feel about, like, do you think yeah. you're going to be able to kind of trump that video and start working on the actual transition video that you want? Or do you think that you're going to... Oh, yeah. Oh, I have that, too. Yeah. I, have the, I, have the, I have the transition video half script. So do we have your train I'm, moving? I'm, 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 I'm there, yeah. I got... I got. Yeah, oh, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. No, I'm already there. The only, the, so the biggest thing is, is that um, I'm, I'm going to probably... I'm going to start filming the, the transition yeah. video, but well, I really want the branding locked down. So I really want to, because I don't know, because I don't know if we're going to keep. But you, you could, you by could way do your transition video so and I, then roll out a change in branding later on. I mean, people change, people evolve their YouTube channels all the time, and it's that's not even a huge change. It's really just changing out logos, really. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. That yeah, is, the so brand not, something not really that like barrier, per se. you know. It's not really a barrier. Speaking of like this, the same article like YouTube sent out like how many months ago that unless you have a thousand subs or four thousand hours of watch time in the last year, you no longer can do any kind of AdSense. I know you don't. I know. I know you don't. Oh, I don't want to do ads. I know you don't. I don't actually think. But I'm, I'm not going like, to monetize. I'm not going to monetize. Period. In a certain yeah. way, and it's like, don't you think that's right. making creators be yeah. like? I need to start putting videos out today so I can start building my my watch time. I can start building my subs, you know, like video you need to start like you have to start putting stuff right. out so you can start growing the sub list cuz you know, the Peter McCollin kind of people, yes. that's like a yes. he's like a one in a one in a what a million maybe, right? Like the his his channel growth, kind of like a Casey Neistat, one in a million or let or more. One in 10 million. No, Peter McKinnon is not a one in a million. He got a shout out. No, he got a shout out. But he, he was all, he was out. already big he when he got the shout out. shout out. Yeah. Uh, was he? I wasn't sure. You know, you know who's another one who's awesome. Um, yes. That, have you watched that Ella of the Mills? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that girl but, is awesome. But you know what I mean? Like those so guys creative. are like one in a million so kind of the channels, right? Like everyone else, it's it's like a one to two yeah. year kind of steady growth thing and then they get lucky a few times and like get some good press and they grow a little like they get some big jumps see i think that youtube is at this place i think that youtube is at this place yet where um there's elements of success there's elements to successful youtube I don't think you need to. I don't. I don't think that you need to wait two years. I'm not saying that. Years. I'm. I'm saying. I'm saying it, it takes I think, time. I don't, I don't think that you have to. I think. No. I think. No. I think that. I don't think that. I. I don't think that it does. I think that. I think that the problem with. Um, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. How am I going to say this and not be offensive? Because I really don't want to be offensive. And I think that no matter what your whatever, no matter what your part in the game is, or your level of your level of uh, whatever your level of commitment is. You know, you should absolutely do whatever makes you happy and whatever you're interested in, and, you know, whatever outlet or creative space, you know, however you want to use it is 100%. But if you want to be a professional YouTuber, I think it's like, this is a, this is a thing. I think to be a professional YouTuber, to succeed on YouTube, to get the views, I mean, if you basically, if you want to be a professional entertainer, excuse me, you need to commit 100% uh -huh. to being that professional entertainer. And you need to have the skills of that professional entertainer. So that means audio. You got to nail your audio just because that's just one thing that a professional would not lose. Your your uh your your um color grading, color correction. 
nail that. Like you have to keep that consistent so that your videos all are consistent. They look consistent. Your camera equipment, the shot, you have to nail the shot. Like grain can't go in a video. It just can't. Like a grainy shot, it means you just didn't get the Freezing shot. on me. You know, unless you're oh, using the grain creative, yeah. creatively. Yeah. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Do you, th do you think that like you got to look if you if you if you if you do the things and then you look at like think of I think I would think of every year on YouTube as like a story arc. And each episode is a is a piece of that story arc. Like look the conventional television like Game of Thrones. How do they keep you watching all or 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 uh the the zombie show? You know, Walking Dead. How do they keep you watching all season? They keep you watching because there's there's an overall season-long plot, and each episode is a, is a story arc that contributes to that overall plot. Like you got, like look at all those things. Use all those same yeah. devices. But don't those you think? Don't you think people old. should be putting you stuff know, out all the to same. get famous, like to get closer to your goal? Like if you just keep sitting on an idea, the idea gets further and further away. Yes and no. I think that I would be probably the only person who would say that you don't just put stuff out to put stuff out. I mean, I think that you should definitely put stuff out to get like feedback and practice. But I would create a. But how would that? I mean, that, like, would that really affect channel. your main channel? Because at the end of the day, it, like those would just be more and more people that are watching you, and people expect you to evolve with time. I think everyone from Casey Neistat to anyone else on YouTube starts with a cell phone maybe a DSLR, and then they slowly evolve into something that's, you know, much more grandiose. But it took, it took the, it's their, it's the connection and the message that they deliver on each of their videos that gets their channel started. And then it's the more production, more, you know, getting, making your, sharpening your saw that keeps people gr coming in and growing. But it, it really, like, for the, for the mass of people putting something out is more important than putting something spectacular out as long as you know yourself that every video you put out you're going to sharpen your saw a little bit more right i think that i would what i would say is i think that i would say more than anything is um first off uh -huh. you could look at casey neistat's vlog one you know look at casey neistat's vlog one and then look at his last week's video i think that you're going to see there's a lot in common He's definitely evolved, but it's still. I mean, you can well, vlog see one though for him was the bike riding that is a brand I video think. that he made, which was shot on a, a cell phone. Right. Yeah, not a lot of cell production. Phone. Right. Yeah, and I would like say lanes. his current stuff isn't that. Yeah. Right, not a lot of production. Well, I mean, well, okay, then so look at vlog two. I guess oh. like when he started doing his yeah. daily vlogs. but he was already a successful YouTuber. He had yeah, already, I, when he started doing yeah, his, I think, his the day he did vlog two, which was you know like twenty videos. He'd already had a a, uh, a a HBO series that was that was shot on on real cameras. Oh right, right, yeah. So I think I think when you look mm. at him, it's which that is just yeah. an enormous advantage. That is an enormous advantage. And a lot of these um, YouTubers are these big YouTubers, like Ben Brown, professional, professional photographer. Professional, you know, filmographers. Ben Brown, professional photographer. But um, actually, yeah, I know he was a, a kayak Olympian champion, come professional photographer. So he, John won. Olson, that's a ski reason. champion, yeah, kayak turned champion, and then, photographer, you know, turned, turned videographer. Right. Yep. 
turn photographer, right, turn videographer. These are all skills you can learn. What I would say, I think that I would say more than anything is if you're going to put out but a you, video, make do sure you, uh, it's Do you think right it's smarter there. to put a video out now or or wait till you have the equipment and the time to put a video out that's the best that you possibly can? I think with my personality and what, what I'm trying want. to do, with, yeah. you know, what, what, what uh, Emmy and I or my wife and I are are trying to accomplish with our channel i think that like um we need we need to establish a brand continuity uh-huh. because we're not necessarily daily vlogging it's you know it's it's not a you know talking head vlog so i think that um you know i think there's certain vlogs that that definitely makes sense uh daily vlogging absolutely get it out there just get it out there you know just do anything film on i mean for for god's sake like for christ's sake like, you're filming at this point, filming your vlog with a cell phone in perpetuity could yeah. be like a shtick. I mean, that could be a thing. You know what I mean? You yeah. do. You just refuse to, you know, to do anything. And then you work within the limitations of the cell phone. There's a whole creative process for that. I mean, like mm-hmm. Ducati commercials have been filmed on iPhone 7s, you know, or on iPhone. No, a Ducati commercial was filmed on an iPhone 5. You know, I mean, like you know, a Pikes Peak run, and it was beautiful. I mean, it's it's like, you know, like, look, look at... what Casey's doing for Samsung. They're, he's he filming all... And, and, you know, they're they're partnering with all these creators to show that, like, you can do all this on a cell phone. Right. Exactly. You can do all this on a cell phone, and you absolutely can. And I think that, um, you know, and I think that that's uh, totally key. But I think that... Uh, so if you're doing one of those things, put everything out. But for us, it doesn't really make sense to do that because... We have we kind of have a, a, a very mm-hmm. large, if not lifelong, project. So we want to show like a continuity. We want to know, like I, like we were talking about earlier, how how involved are the kids going to be? How is it going to be a family thing? How involved are we going to get the community and in, you know into it? Like, what do we want? Because we want to start being fair. We want to have thought out this thing to the point where we can be fair to the viewer. We can be fair to ourselves, fair to our kids, fair to everybody involved. So I think for us, I think um, I have, like I said, I already have the the transition video planned, half planned. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, but, um, yeah, that's a little. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Everyone it's doesn't know fantastic. Justin's a Trump supporter. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah Secret, not secretly, not secretly. He just voted for him. But that has the, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. no. Uh, but uh, I, uh, I think that uh, see, see, I'm I'm such a Trump supporter that that just told that that just yeah, he doesn't want people to find out the secrets out, out cats out of the bag. I kind of, you know, um, what um, you're just but, uh, telling me right now, I kind of get that. Yeah, you know, like if you sense. wanted to make that cinematic video, kind of like your gun video, I understand that there's more production involved with that. I guess the biggest thing that I argue yes. with is why would it hurt the pe- the people that see it today if if you just made something new tomorrow? Like, you know, if you put a, put out a video today to your your very light amount of subscribers, right? And you could get feedback and most most of the people that probably follow right. you aren't expecting this grandiose thing. And as long as you put something out really good that you really tried hard, they'd probably appreciate it. And you probably even grow within that time period. And then if you wanted to reshoot it, a lot of channels do this. I mean, Delos has redone all of their initial videos. They deleted a bunch of stuff. 
a lot of the bigger channels do that. They delete, they archive stuff, they remake right. intro videos, they remake some of their right. like episode one kind of stuff. And the idea that it's more about building right. the community around you and what your channel is than it is about having this perfect video. Right. I want to have for my channel for for our channel. I want to have a I want to have a storyline that, that I think that's that really important. Sustainable ongoing storyline. Yeah, that has a beginning, a middle, and an end. So I think that with our transition video, that will be the beginning. That will be the beginning of the story, and that the rest of it during that one video or just throughout the channel. Um, and I think. Well, I think that each video needs to have a, you know, each each video needs to have the story arc, but the channel also has to have an arc. There has to be a beginning, a middle, and an end. And I think that, um, like, that's what we want for us. And I think that, um, like, for instance, you wouldn't start a business, GB, and like just do something, do something. You want to start, a, you want to start a tech business, wash cars. You're doing something, and it's like, you know, well, I would disagree with that. YouTube, like. It seems like, to be the, like the if what? you want to start, you know, if you want to start a business, we'll just pick something like start washing cars. If you like washing cars, start washing cars tomorrow and then build a business plan around it and grow it into a massive car wash. But if you just focus oh, on building business absolutely. plans forever, this absolutely. is like the biggest but think, but that, but, mistake that most entrepreneurs make or people that want to be entrepreneurs is they focus so much on the planning part of stuff that they never end up doing anything actionable. Right, and I and I used to own my own business, and I didn't I, I didn't get bogged down. Actually, I went the other way on that, but the 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 you know I went the other way on that, and I kind of wish that I had I would have been more successful than I was if I had had a little bit more planning because I would have had something to stick to. Like a big thing is um, there's this uh -huh. idea of called brand permission, which I think is super key, and it helps you mm -hmm. to maintain continuity kind of in everything. So like. In YouTube, if you decide who you are, who your character is, who your what your channel's about, and like what permissions does your the, the brand of your channel give you for content, this keeps your this keeps you consistent, keeps your your deliverables manageable, and keeps you from shocking or losing audience over time from doing something like, for instance, we're not going to go into in depth political conversation on our channel because. We're probably not going to anyway because it's yeah. probably not what my channel is going to be about, right? So, like, so like, but if I did that, that would like hurt the channel. It would hurt, and and then in doing so, it would hurt me. It would hurt us. And so, like, you know, it's stuff like that. Like, what permission does your brand have? So when you're, and also it helps you when you make your videos. Like, oh man, there's this NASCAR race. I'm gonna put my, I'm gonna launch my drone in the infield. Does your brand give you permission to do that? Yes or no? I mean, my brand probably would, but does your brand give you permission? Like, does it make sense for you to do that? You know, or does it not work with the brand? I think that having those things worked out helps to build that continuity. And do you um, think do you think your viewers would um, forgive you for less continuity at first, but appreciate? the more because you know what, what does the viewer want they want to interact with you they just want to be a part of the, the ride do you think that they they penalize you for longer extents without right. videos to try to create a, a continuous brand or they penalize you more for putting more videos out and 
and them just not being, you know, brand having brand continuity? Or do you think there's a real balance in that? Uh, I think there's definitely a balance. You can't, I mean, okay, so for instance, you have some. I don't have viewers. Yeah. I've got 94. I've got 94 viewers, right? Which is nothing. So I'm, I'm on the beginning. So this is saying this is all, this is all completely academic, this conversation. It is what I have learned so far, though, what I feel like. And I feel like um, the reason why I have 94 viewers, I think that the videos that I put out were definitely decent. I mean, I definitely think that I have an eye for it. And, you know, I have some skill building to do, but I definitely have an eye for it. But, uh, and the responses to the videos were largely positive. The, I think what killed, I didn't, I didn't do a weekly video. I didn't even do a monthly video. I've got four yeah. videos in a year and a half of, of shooting. And I think that that's what killed it. So I think that for me, what I from what, what's going to help me out is to develop these things so that I know what I'm shooting. I know why I'm shooting it. And I know what kind of story I need that week. I know, you know, I, I know those things. And I think that, that organization is going to help the brand be the, the the channel be more successful, help me be more successful, and actually put out more content in the end, other than just aimlessly being like, okay, what am I doing this week? What am I doing this week? Like if you watch my four videos, all four are very different. They're related. They can tell that the same guy, you know, at least a similar person did them, but they're they're very different videos, and um, you know. I'd like to be more. I, 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 I was hunting in each mm -hmm. one. We were hunting for the story, for, for what we were doing. One of them didn't even have a story really, and it was like, you know, hunting for hunting for that stuff. I feel like uh, that was really a struggle for me, and so I think that, and for a lot of people, I think that, that can be a struggle. You know? I know, I, mean, I know. Well, do you, I guess you know a year later because it's a year later since you made your last video, video four. Um, do you think that right. if yeah. you would have just continued to make videos and hashed out your brand while you're making the videos that you'd have 12 videos? Or do you think that you would have just aimlessly kept not launching videos? And I, 12 being a monthly video, but, you know, whatever ended up, 32 videos. Right. I'm so, so are you saying... Um, do I'm you sorry, think well, that you it would have been... So a year later, do you think that it would be better that you aimlessly put some videos together every week while you try to hash out what you wanted your brand to be or do you think it was or do you do you sit by what you did do which is stop making videos because you didn't you didn't have that like you wish you would have kept making videos no, definitely not no definitely not definitely i do wish that i, I would have kept on yeah. it because i would have gotten the work i would have gotten the technical skills i would have been evolving the technical skills of doing it the technique of doing it however i do maintain that i would not have put them on my channel I would have made the videos and shared well, them. Well, right now, isn't family, that what your channel is? Is friends channel. and family mostly? And, um, you know. Really? That's cool. Actually, mostly not. That's the, that's the yeah. funny thing. Yeah. So you think you think it would have yeah. hurt your channel? Six away from getting my channel? own. Uh, huh? No, it, it wouldn't have hurt it. I mean, especially. I would have no, bet you any amount of it, money not, that your no, channel would have hurt it. would have no, grown it. in a beneficial way. It would have grown. It definitely would have grown. I mean, there's no doubt about it. it right. Uh, no, I, I, I totally agree with you. I think that the thing is just that I... I yeah. A lot has happened for that's us a, this that's year. A, that's I mean, like a... a I mean, we've, <laughs> that's not even we've, putting it really had, out there, like, the amount that's happened. I mean, I like, before this video, I just kind of, like, put, put down some stuff. So 2014, 
Justin and Emmy, their two kids, sold their their house, sold the business, bought a boat, sailed down the Chesapeake, got in the ICW, sailed down to Florida, which was a whole experience of itself. And then they're they're in Florida for a, a couple years, right. I guess, three years, year and a half. And 2017, and they decide the boat that they have is not going to... And Justin had been like rebuilding the entire boat. And, you know, and they decided it wasn't the right boat. So they sell it on kind of on a whim. I'm pretty sure he called me like... He might have been thinking about it for a while, but I'm pretty sure he called me at the beginning of the month. And by the end of the month, you had it listed and it was sold by the next month or something like that. Some pretty short. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so short yeah, we sold timeline. In 30 and days, then y'all move up to days. Beaufort, South Carolina, buy a steel boat, North Carolina, buy a steel North boat Carolina. because that's what y'all wanted. That's yeah. empty. It's just a hole. It's not a boat. It's a hole. Have it shipped up there. Hull. And then you build a tiny house out of a shed. Right. So you literally build the house out of the shed. Start living. Emmy gets a job. You're taking care of the kids. Life is good again. And now you're on this mission to start up your YouTube again. Build your boat. Get back on the water sooner than later so that y'all can start actually doing what you set out to, which is sailing the world. Because you, maybe even unlike me, you want to be a lifelong sailor. Like You have this idea of like getting out on the water and continuing to sail long term. But you're stuck on land right now, trying to navigate the right. re-navigate the waters of getting back to the water because you've already navigated this before, you know. And you're like, you you decided right. to like wipe the slate right. and try again because right. you didn't like where you where you you ended up, which is yes. like, and that's like that's me like right. minimizing everything. That's just me like skipping over so many different things that were a big deal. So like, I right. yeah, I mean like the viewer, you got to get it right. I get it. Like Justin and I've been friends for a while. He also tried to help me sail my boat back before our boat started having like major leaking issues. <laughs> we thought it was gonna sink. Yeah. Right. Tried to sink so, it like, under. Wh- wh- what's right. you know, like what's on the agenda? Yeah. So you've you've scripted your new video. You have your boat in your back half of it. Yeah, but I mean, Most, you're working on it. Yeah, it. you have your boat in the backyard. You're living in your your tiny house. You're yep. finishing up of it. Your next, your yep. first video in a year. You're finishing up this week. You're you're finishing a right. podcast yeah. with me this week. What like? Yes, I'm very yeah. excited about this podcast. Yeah, by dude. The way. I think this seriously, is really like, cool. and and you're I the reason this really happened because cool for everyone that didn't know, I was supposed to make a video last week, and on like Thursday, I called him. After like I had just gotten a massage and I was listening to a podcast during the massage and then after and I called him and I like stopped listening to it called him and said Justin I've been totally unmotivated all week on making a video and I already have the footage like I shot it a couple weeks or a few months ago and I'm gonna edit it and make this video about my drone and why it's a great sailing drone and I was like I just don't want to do it but what I really want to do is I want to do a podcast with you and he's like do it fuck the video Let's put a time down and we'll just shoot the shit. Cause we have these conversations that are like, yeah. Katie always jokes that when we get on the phone, it's like three hours later that we get off. So she's, she, she's always like, what in the fuck do <laughs> you talk the about? Thing, I'm like, right? we talk about stuff that's like, I don't, it's pretty important, you know, like everything from, from like sailing electronics yeah. to life things to just struggles and just yeah. kind of everything. Like I would say that you're, a, we've gotten pretty close in the last like yeah in the last year 
Yeah. Most definitely. And Most it's like, I think people friends. would benefit Absolutely. from this. Yeah. And you were like, I think people would Absolutely. too. We talk about stuff that the everyday sailor that wants to leave, or not the sailor, but the, the person that wants to leave whatever traditional lifestyle, things that they have to consider. It's not just sailing. It could be like traveling in an RV. Right. It could be just changing your job to be an entrepreneur. Like we talk about all this stuff in such depths that it's like, and yep. we have a reasonable amount of experience. Yeah. I'd say the one thing that we're both missing is sailing experience, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> I have a fair amount of that. I, I, it's, it's a entrepreneurial. But you know, what, you know what I mean. Like it's it's like yeah. we're both clawing at this. Yeah. No, I think that I. Right, and I think that you know, and, and I think that the 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 key thing is that you know to be creating and to be kind of growing, and um, you know what, not creating. I'm I'm so sick of 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 here of the of the create, be a creator, be an influencer, create, create. You know the creative this blah blah blah. This is like super romantic. It's just evolve, man. Like evolve. Like learn. Learn to do mm-hmm. something new. Share it with people. You know what I mean? You know, I mean, isn't that, I mean, that's, learn. Like, be a lifelong learner. Like, I, I think that things like YouTube and the and vlogging and blogging and, you know, and um, and uh, podcasts. I mean, podcasting and, you know, all this stuff. It's all new skills and and it, it's a new way of thinking about things. It definitely has a trickle down way in, in the thinking of um, like I'm, I'm learning. I'm, I'm, I, I'm last two days. I'm obsessed over color correction. I looked outside today, and I swear to God, <laughs> I saw the RGB scale. I mean, you know what I mean? Like you, uh-huh. you just see things differently. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that like the world was a little brighter this afternoon because it was like I can totally see how this is translating. Uh-huh. You know, I know what I'm seeing, you know, and it's just, I think that that's the super exciting. It's something new. It's interesting. It's fun to put together. It's, 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 it's just, it keeps you on your toes and thinking. And, and, and I think that that's the challenge. The challenge was we were kind of both stuck. We, we said videos, (coughs) excuse me. We said videos, Yeah. but it was really just do something. Do something. Maybe that is the name of your podcast. How much is that domain? Do something. I'm writing this down. Let's you you want to on air. The last the last uh, the last uh, name we came up with was two thousand dollars. <laughs> oh, daddy. Let's see. Do something. Right. right. Do something. Do something is not available. Not available. Oh, it's not available. Hyphenated? Nope. Uh, yeah, not today. Do something that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> nah, I, I, I think that's the key. Yeah, that we're both moving. We both, we both thing. did something already, and that's we're doing thing. something. That's exciting. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I think that for a lot of people, that's not for a lot of people. And I think for a lot of people, that is for a lot of people. I think that that's why 96% won't succeed is largely because, like, there's a lot of work involved. There's a lot, a lot of work involved. And, you know, some -hmm. people, I mean, it's a very specific kind of work. Some of it's tedious. 
you know, but like I like the I like the tedium of getting everything just right and just so, and then you, know, you hit the play button and it's like, whoa! Yeah. Like you're just like, that's exactly what I wanted. That's exactly what I wanted. It's exactly uh-huh. what I, I'm uploading because it's perfect. It's perfect in my eyes. It's it's what I. It's the best I could do. It did what I wanted to do. I'm super excited. I cannot mm-hmm. wait past fail to hear what people say about this because. You know, I think that's super cool. I think podcasts, the same thing. You know, blogging, blog posts, same yeah. thing. Instagram, you know, photos, same thing. It's like, I saw this. I thought it was cool. Bam. Yeah. People are like. Or it wasn't that it was cool. cool. And you know what I mean? It was cool. But I kind of get it. Or it wasn't that cool. And you're like, oh, yeah, well, I guess that wasn't. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I, I think that yeah, that's, that's a, cool. you know, a big part. Yeah. Well, um, I think we covered enough for today.